Hello. My uh, name is Carolyn. That was finished. How can you interrupt me? Say hello. Well, first off, you did a really big pause. You pause unnecessarily for starters. Second of all, you said it so poshly. Poshly, I don't even think that that's a word, but you did. Also, it also sounded like a British version of um, "Hello, my name is Anigo Montoya. You killed my father." prepared to die and so i was also low-key waiting for you to go into another thing but that's i mean you clearly weren't waiting for me to go into anything because you just interrupted me before i even I was more to trying to interrupt my you name before is. you went into another I didn't even thing say my name is you just didn't want to know my name you do know? you want to start and again I, will that make you feel better no i think what i want to point out here is that at my age there's no rush in life you know you're rushing even you're rushing even your name but at you my know? age no, at my age. But I'm saying I'm you need to age. learn. Anyway. So that doesn't apply to me. Yeah, but it proves that I'm right. Does it? Hello. 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 My name's Carolyn. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> this is your, the pause that you left. I'm Isabel. <laughs> That was it. No, this is just as you interrupting me. <laughs> Third person, would you like to say who you are? I didn't know if it was my go yet. You guys were just talking about pauses. Um, hi, I'm Olivia. Hi. And I'm exhausted. So if I sound grumpy, that is why. Can you Sorry, sound grumpy? Yes, because that's how I sound right now. I don't think you sound grumpy. I think you sound tired. But I'm very I don't tired. Know if you can sound. You can be grumpy. I don't know if you can I, uh, sound it. The words. Hey, I sound grumpy. Look, this is me not sounding grumpy. Hi, my name is Carolyn. This is me sounding grumpy. Hi, Carolyn. See, I definitely sounded grumpy. That was just you not articulating your words properly. Hi, Carolyn. That's not even a sentence. Because it's grumpy. The grumpy people can still have grammar. What's wrong with you? Um, I just don't think they do. I'm, I'm grumpy, but I'll be articulated. I'm not a peasant. Jeez. You can be articulated, but yes, okay. Sorry. And also, no, sorry, I'm sorry. I was nitpicking. I'm sorry. <laughs> when you say articulated, you've got to think of a lorry. What? What's a lorry got to do with articulation? Can you get articulated lorries? What on earth is an articulated lorry with an apostrophe? It's a really, it, no, it's a really, really big lorry. That doesn't They're even make any sense. I think they're just called like called a massive lorry. Elongated. Oh, only the ones that swivel are articulated lorries. My, I, my research assistant just came in and told me that. You mean your husband came if in you and told you wrong? Hey, I said my research assistant, uh, if you can unhook it from the main cab, it's an articulated lorry. So I don't think any of you is articulated because you can't unhook her. She's already unhooked. Anyway, who are you laughing at? Me or Olivia? I was laughing at my joke. I'm laughing at you. My joke was really funny. Well, we meant to laugh too. I just did. I mean, you were meant to laugh, but you're not mature enough to laugh. It's about laugh. Ah, ah. Both very sad. You're very sad. Anyway, Isabel, what have you been doing today, this week? 
Today I have been. Oh, no, I'm not interested. Uh, okay. <laughs> that seemed unnecessary, but cool. Right. Um, that would be a cool segue into saying, guess what I did today? So, did you want me to, to throw it back to you? I no, I just want to talk about me. Oh, uh, okay. I just want to talk about me. I didn't want to talk about you at all. Why did you ask me? Uh, you know, I was just trying to. No, that's you know, really good segue you, to me. You should just have talked about yourself. Ask me what I was doing today. That would have been a better segue. And that's not a segue. Commanded someone to ask what you were doing. Well, it would have been less obvious than you saying, no, I don't really care when I started talking about what I was doing today. Do you know what? People under underrate obvious. (laughs) Underrate? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with being obvious, is there? Under under do you mean underestimate? Underrate is a word. Underrated, of course it is a word. I just don't think she used it in the right context. Um, you, she said she was a lorry, hello. So I said I was well articulated. <laughs> like a lorry? You were the only uh, person who thought of a lorry. <laughs> no, my research assistant also thought of a lorry. Oh, calling him your researcher, he's your husband. Also, your, your research assistant told you that you were wrong and specified the lorry. He did not say that his child was a lorry. True. No, no, he said articulated is a lorry. My research assistant said that. The thing is, you haven't got a research assistant, so you can't really criticise mine. You don't have a research assistant either. Yes, I do. No, he just came don't. and told me that the lorry's articulated. I mean, we could go around on this, but I'm just saying... You know, I'm right. Anyways, what I did today was something that no I don't really like doing. Hey, Olivia, what were you doing today? Um, I went to Boots to pick up some concealer and oh. then I came home and I did some revision and then I watched some TikTok and then I did this. By this, she means sitting down with her hood on. And- yes. Doing Olivia, tell us about your tell us about your experience in boots today. Oh no, I literally don't have the energy. I am. I, am I don't even care. I have no energy today. Olivia, for the second time <clears throat> of going to this particular boots in Brighton, um, the first time she went, they uh, a woman stopped her and accused her of stealing uh, because Olivia had taken the item. She had bought out of the package and the woman said that she'd stolen it. She'd stolen it off a shelf. And Olivia said it doesn't even come in a shelf. It has to be ordered and collected from behind the counter. Yeah. And then when the woman realised that she was wrong, she just walked off and didn't apologise. And then today a man followed Olivia around the shop. And when she got to the till, he followed her. He walked up to the till after she was at the till and said to her, said to the uh, shop assistant serving Olivia this woman's been following me around the shop and instead of the shop assistant asking Olivia you know is this true is everything okay Olivia pointed out quite clearly that she couldn't have been following him around the shop when she was clearly standing at the till and he arrived at the till after her this is not the definition of following and so the woman was rude to Olivia which boots was this uh George Street um, in Brighton. Okay. Yeah. So there you go, people. If you go to the George Street boots, ask them why they're racist. 
and see if you can have a healthy conversation about it. Yeah. Maybe in a less confrontational way, but still. <clears throat> Any of you will be writing a complaint. Okay, so this kind of, I mean, it's not the best segue, but it's still segues slightly. My segue was really good, but you well, won't do it. What is your segue? My segue was, yeah. oh, I was mowing the lawn today. Oh, okay. <laughs> see where I'm going there? I do see where I you're going, yeah. It's not I don't a- like mowing the lawn. Oh, okay. But I like the lawn to be mowed. Oh, okay. Isabel, what do you want to ask me now? Oh, well, I was going to ask if you could get your avatar to do anything for you, what would it be? Olivia was like, why would I have an avatar? No, I just don't <laughs> I guess, get it. I guess maybe rephrasing is saying, like, if you could pay someone to do something for you, if money was no object... What would it be? What would you pay someone to do for you? You know, in America, people pay people to get in a queue for them, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. You don't do that in this country, though, do they? To get no, in a queue. We're British and we deeply enjoy queuing. It's ingrained in our culture. <laughs> <laughs> Very important to us. We queue. Because then we feel like we earned that thing. Like, queue. <laughs> I think there's some truth there, though, because I think that. In America, you pay someone to queue for you, they queue for you, right? And then you swap places or they buy the thing for you or whatever it is, okay? But in, in this country, people would be outraged, wouldn't they, if you swapped? Yeah, because you haven't, you know this, because if you go to a supermarket and someone accidentally skips a queue, everyone just kicks off about it. Whereas in America, I think people are used to, I think it's more speedy, maybe. I feel like British people are more like, we have to queue. It's part of life. Queuing it is feels, important. Yeah, it feels like like an, a, a, the unspoken agreement of the culture, like queuing is. Yeah. And I feel like when you when you don't queue, you're, it, they feel like you're spitting in the face of Which them. is evident in when COVID started and people were queuing in car parks, getting shops, like people weren't actually that mad about it in Britain. I'm not going to, like, we already queued. We deserve to queue outside. That's true. That's that okay. Is true. I already queued. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that is very true. I never even thought about that. Nobody was like, like you didn't see people in like, queues. Like, we didn't see people on Facebook or ever being like, oh, we had to queue because we're British. We were like, ah, oh, queuing. We're professionals at this. Just, <laughs> you're telling me the queues a bit longer. <laughs> Try again, government. That hasn't foiled me. <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. Like, if queuing could be a British superpower... Yeah, even in like it, it was, and especially on the days that like it rained, and people still yeah. went and queued in car parks, and I was like, yeah. England, we are ready yeah. for anything." Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so interesting. We will queue the life. Yeah, out of you. if aliens came and said, "You know, you guys aren't organized as a country. If you don't prove to us you're organized in the next ten hours, we're going <laughs> to destroy England." British people would win because we would pass ourselves in queues. There wouldn't even be a person in charge. We would naturally become a queue and they'd be like, wow. Anywhere else, they'd be like, okay, everybody in an orderly line, can we just stand here? Can we make sure we're behind this point? No, no, no. In the UK, they'll just just very... That's true. (laughs) And you know what? I see something. I used to do youth work and and the, the proof of this is that when you say, guys, get in lines... This game requires lines. They do it. Yeah. But also, how many games we play, like big group games, <laughs> that require some sort of line or cue? Yes. Like, I'm now trying to think of any, we call them wide games, games we play in wide spaces. I'm trying to think of any wide game that doesn't start off 
with some sort of line or cue. Yes. Or a circle. Or a circle, which is just cues without an end. Right, but it's just important to instill it into them at a young age. Yes. They need to understand this is your future. We always we also understand queuing etiquette, which is like you mustn't stand close to the person you're queuing. Oh yeah, don't be breathing near. That's very good. Which I was found strange because then when you go to different countries and their queuing etiquette is different. They are on you. How British I am. If someone's too close to me, I'm like, what are you doing, man? You can't be breathing on my neck in a queue. We're in a queue. That's some decorum. I I went to basically so basically, when, when COVID happened and we had to be two metres distant from people, all that we did was say, oh, just move an inch more back. Because yes. we were already like a metre and a half yes. anyway, because, you know, we have this, this body space. We have this, uh, what do we call it? The zone around oh, you. Your safety bubble. Your yeah, I can, remember, I can remember I ran the PTA in um, Olivia's school when she was very small. And... Um, several parents came to me to complain about a teacher who didn't respect their body space. It's a big deal. And basically she was Australian. And so, you know, she stood within the one metre circle that people put around themselves and they didn't like it. And I had to go and, you know, just like go, guys, she's not from here. Like not everyone in the world has the circle around them. But yes. Um, I would pay an avatar. You would pay an avatar? Yeah. Someone else. I have a long list of things my avatar would do for me. Uh, he would cut the grass. I get that. 100%. Me and Olivia and- really had this conversation. After doing up our garden, Yeah. we were like, we will never, ever, ever do our no. garden ever again. I no. will pay for I don't care how broke I am. Yes. I mean, or I'll just get a place like I did now because I'm broke without a garden. Yes. I just can't. <laughs> like, I can't do it. I mean, for, for the listeners, we should point out that when you say do our garden, we, in lockdown last year, completely landscaped. I mean, the, the level of landscaping is just beyond. We completely landscaped our garden. We moved uh, thir- 12 tonnes of soil from the front of the house to the back of the house. Isn't there still a bag? The and, and we had to do it by, in wheel, by wheelbarrow. Yeah. I would not describe it as fun. No. no. I'm, I'm also aware that we did significantly less than you and dad did, but I've already decided that what I did was too much. Yes. <laughs> After one wheelbarrow, like, I thought, this isn't for me. Right. And this is not, this is not me saying, like, I'm being lazy. I also believe that you and dad did too much, but I just think that there was a line and, and we crossed it. Yes, um, and I'm, I'm just, I've now done my allotted amount of gardening for my lifetime. And that's okay, yeah. you know, yeah. that is okay. For your whole life. Yes. yes. I said what I said. Yeah. Yes. I have zero intention of ever participating in a garden. Absolutely not. I like, I live on a very beautiful road with wonderful trees. And I was like, oh, one day when I get a garden, I'd love these trees. And then I thought, oh, I need to look up like how much money it would cost to get a gardener to like plant the tree, water the mm-hmm. tree, trim the tree, the whole thing. <laughs> or just, just marry someone who enjoys plants and then. No, but he'll try to get me involved. No. I don't want to do it. I just no. want to see it. No, okay? my boyfriend really enjoys plants. I am not involved. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, too, can you just point out that you're so not involved 
that he asked you to practice how you would water a plant. Yes. Explain to him how you'd water a plant. Yes. And when you explained to him how you would water a plant, he told you you were never allowed to touch yeah. a plant. He said you're not allowed to be in charge of plants. Because Why apparently, did he ask you to explain? Because he was concerned about my plant ability. Etiquette. Watering yes. a plant is not a skill. Well, apparently it is because I, I said it wrong. Wow. I think you're showing your ignorance as well. I think there is some level of skill to watering a plant. Like overwatering them is a thing. Therefore, there must be a skill. Overwatering them. That watering a plant is not to do with the amount of water. That's a very different question. Watering a plant is how do you pour the water onto a plant? You pour it. Remember, there's different techniques because, like, in the soil or you pour it in the saucer. Like he he makes self-watering plant pots yeah no, yeah and those i didn't even know you needed i thought you just like put some water on it and you're done so you know oh, oh no it depends on the plant because i know that some people do like the thing where they like spritz the plant leaves with water and yeah because sometimes you have to spray them, them and yeah. that's like a whole thing yeah. yeah i have one plant in my room and i've now just realized that i haven't watered it in like two weeks so i probably when you say just realize you mean literally just now haven't you literally just now have realized that i haven't watered it in about this is this is alive. okay it's okay it's this is why we will pay people yes and i do have someone in my flat who is into plants and so she does like go we've got quite a few plants in the living room at the moment and i really want to get a cactus because i like cactuses and so she was like, she's like showing us how to correctly keep the plants alive. But this is why I just want a cactus. There's so much less maintenance. It's the cactus. I mean, you say that, but what happens if you kill it? You can't really kill a cactus. Well, you can by overwatering it. Yeah, <laughs> but cactuses don't really require like a lot of water. You can kind of just leave them to do their thing. I know. I'm just saying, I went to the garden center. And there was a lot of dead cactuses. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in the garden centre. I so. digress because you were talking about someone paying someone to garden. So that was your one thing. Yeah. So you pay someone yeah. to garden. What was the other things on your list? Some days, some days I would pay my, not pay them. You said an avatar. I want it for free. Okay, fine. I want a machine to do this. It's not the same as a person doing it, okay? Because if I, if well, a person, what, person really enjoys it, no, no, it's two different things. Because the next thing I need something to do needs to be an avatar. I uh, some days I want the avatar to um, pick my clothes. Interesting. Because I, okay, this is something some people know about me. Okay, I like shoes. Yeah, And shoes are like, that's the most important thing in an outfit as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. And I own about 50, maybe 60 pairs of shoes. If you include flip-flops, which I don't think you should include flip-flops. But then when I say don't include flip-flops, people get all funny and say flip-flops. There's not a shoe, it's a flip-flop. But anyway, so... If you include flip-flops, I've got about 60 pairs of shoes, okay? Now, I think that people should get dressed from the shoe up. So decide what shoe you're going to wear and then go for an outfit that goes with it. But sometimes, like, I'm just like, I'm lying in bed and I'm not wearing shoes because I'm not going out. And then I don't know what to wear because 
What goes with bare feet? Do you know what I mean? Need to, sorry, you needed to rephrase that whole sentence. So what I'm you so meant confused. was, what you meant was, you're not going to be wearing shoes today because you're not leaving the house. So you need to plan your outfit. Yeah. What I heard was, I'm lying in bed and I'm not wearing shoes and I don't know what to wear. And I was like, I don't really understand what you're saying. <laughs> I'm all. not wearing shoes. You just said I'm lying in bed. Yeah, but oh, I'm not I wearing shoes in bed. I don't understand the link. <laughs> well, I don't wear shoes in bed, do I? No, but why did you have to add that in? Do you understand why? I'm... Because on, <sighs> on days where I'm not wearing shoes, why? Because would I choose know? my clothes from my shoes. But why is you lying? To choose my clothes. But why is you lying in bed like like an important factor? Do you need like, to out of bed. So you I need an avatar. I'm going to wear. So you need an avatar to dress you for when you're inside. Yes, that's the stupidest reason. You're not to allowed there. Why would you pay an avatar to dress I'm you? I'm paying it. It's an inside. avatar. I'm not paying Why it. Why do you want an avatar to dress you when you're inside? You're inside. Because I don't know what to wear. Do you so not have like, you're inside? Do you not have like like comfy clothes? Yeah, but that's boring, isn't it? Who wants to wear that all the time? It's not all you know, the time, it's when you're I not want, going out. I want my avatar to mix it up for me because I can't, look, I can't get out of bed, all right? This is a rule. Uh, I don't get out of bed until I know what I'm going to put on. So sometimes, well, no, that's not actually true. Sometimes I might just jump out of bed and open the wardrobe doors and then get back in bed so I can make the decision. But I wouldn't have to do that if I just tapped. Why are you laughing at me, Isabel? If I just tapped a button, I wouldn't have to open the wardrobe doors, would I? Because the avatar would know what was in the wardrobe and he'd say, Carolyn, how about this and this today? So what and you- I go, mm, no. And then the avatar would say, and Then okay. you're still picking. No, wait, I'm confused. No, but then you haven't actually saved yourself any time. No, but you couldn't so basically what you're saying, you need an avatar because you don't want to do the walk from your bed to your wardrobe. <laughs> Which is like <laughs> not even five steps. <laughs> like, like that doesn't make sense to me. You're you... still picking. Like if he's still suggesting, you're still, you're still picking. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah. really picking. Okay, no, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, he's narrowing the choice down for me. So what you need. And is... stopping me from having to open my wardrobe door. Right, so what, what you need is like, you know, in Clueless, where Cher at the beginning of the movie has like that like digital closet thing. She's got like an, a digital avatar and her clothes like swipe through and she can decide on outfits. You need that. You don't need an actual oh, avatar one? robot. You just no. need like yeah. software that. That, that has all I, of your no. clothes, the pictures of your clothes there and you can just swipe through. Beca- That's because dumb. No, what you're that. talking about is laziness. No, I mean, no, that scene in Clueless is a prime example of having more money than sense. Literally what Cher does is stand and looks through her wardrobe through a computer rather than looking through it with her hands. What you want is someone to do the walk <laughs> because you don't want to do three steps. If they're showing you all the ward- clothes in your wardrobe and you just go, no, no, no. You haven't saved yourself any time. You're just doing the no, same I don't, thing. I don't- no, but that's my point. I don't want to show me all the clothes in my wardrobe. They're going to narrow it down. Obviously, they're not. They're how not are they? They're not. Like, they're only going to narrow it down if you agree on the fifth outfit. If you agree on the twenty-third outfit, they haven't narrowed it down. Well, so, so really, outfits. so really, your avatar hasn't saved you any time. 
You're just jealous because. Well, my I'd use my avatar. Yes, yeah, so you provide physical touch to people when they need it, and I don't want to touch them. <gasps> that is fun. Which is pretty much like 90% of the time I don't want to hug people And they're like can I give you a hug And I'm like no So if that's I had an avatar I'd be like creepy. sure that's Is it that's creepy Or is it, is it um, Having a better way As someone who is not You know into physical touch To make other people feel loved Without having to sacrifice your comfort Exactly I feel like more people in the world need to understand That not everybody Like everyone's love language is not physical touch And and people need to just back up a little bit Because it's a lot Like uh, specific people in my life get hugs Yeah Other people do not Yeah Because we're not on that level Yeah And I need you to stop trying to touch me It's weird (laughs) Olivia, I want to be clear. Do specific people in your life get hugs? Or do specific people in your life not get pushed away when they come from? Yes, that's more accurate. Specific <laughs> people in my life, I do not shove away when they try and hug me. I'm like, oh, yeah. fine. What are you Literally, doing? Yeah, defensive boxer, like, bobbing around yeah. people's arms. I don't, I don't get people who, you know, when you meet people and they're like, I'm a hugger. I'm like, I'm not. Calm down. <laughs> What are you doing? I just don't understand when you first meet people, why like there is a need to make physical contact. I don't need to, I don't need to shake your hand. I don't need to hug you. We can say hi with our mouths. Did you when when COVID like first like was like a big, big thing in the UK and the government was talking about refraining from making physical contact with people, suddenly everyone's like, hey, let's bump elbows, let's tap feet. And I'm like, oh, we use our mouths. We say hello with with our mouth. Do you, did you find it people were saying bump elbows with the people that you like you didn't even touch in the first place? So why are you trying to touch me now? It's very weird. And they're like, hey dude. And I'm like, bro, we, we never even we shake hands. Why are you doing that? You don't know me like that. <laughs> like, it just became the norm and all of a sudden everyone was like, hey, elbow. I, honestly, like, oh. I just but just like just use your mouth. Use like say you have words and vocal cords use them i don't understand anyway i think it's healthy to explain to people that you're not touchy <laughs> so that they understand and and it needs to be normalized because it needs to be if i say to you i'm not a super touchy person you don't go but why because yeah. like i don't really know like i just, I'm just not touchy. and like who knows there probably could be a really big deep reason i just don't want to talk about but like I do, i'm just not touchy i'm so sorry think, that's okay and that's fine. It doesn't mean I like you any less. It just means yeah. I'm not touchy. Yeah. That's, yeah, totally. Yeah. So funny. People, man. Okay, so I think that's a really great thing to make your avatar do. Thanks. I think it's very logical. As long as it obviously <laughs> remains platonic. And oh, stuff. and wash my hair. Honestly. Ugh. Yeah. But I know that that's not plausible because obviously an avatar can't wash. Yeah, they can. Yeah, but... They take you to the shower, they wash your hair. It's just so exhausting. It makes my arms hurt. Like, all the all the stuff. Ugh. Hair. <laughs> all the stuff. <laughs> back, back when I had hair, I would have paid someone to plait it. Because I used to have to plait my hair often. And I just, sometimes, you know sometimes when it goes wrong? And mm. you've done it like seven times and the front is like 
Mom, don't make that face, okay? You were in my <laughs> position at one point. I think that when, I think like, you know, some things are just like so frustrating that I'm just like, I just don't have the time for it. Yeah. I would, I would pay, um, I would pay a person or an avatar to do my makeup. I don't wear makeup very often, but when I do, I, it's usually because I'm being like filmed or I'm on stage or it's a whole thing. And just like to just have the times when I have to wear makeup and it's like done properly and looks professional and doesn't take me like a gazillion years because that's what it feels like for me. Um, I would definitely pay someone to do that. Also, I check my emails. I just pay, like I'd, I'd get my avatar to just check all my emails. I don't like it. It's too much. I just don't like it. There's maybe so I'd, many of them all the time. Like Maybe I'd pay an avatar to correspond with people that I don't enjoy. But how would they, would they not just know that they talk to your avatar? So would they not know that? Well, they yes, they'd them? understand that they were in the category of people I don't enjoy, but at least they would be getting <laughs> some correspondence, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think. Sometimes, you know, when you're having like a day, Mum. You know, sometimes when you're having like a day and there's yeah. those people that you're like, we're, we're, I love Jesus and I'm called to be peaceful. I don't want to talk to you today. Having an avatar for those days would be great. I'm Is that the equivalent of saying talk to the hand? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Talk to the avatar. Like they could be like, hey, Olivia. And then I'll just walk past and my avatar could be like, how are you? Olivia's not corresponding today. So you have a blessed evening and then we could leave together. I love that. I just think that would be great. Like polite, but firm. I would, I would get my avatar to say like the things that I'm like too chicken to say to people and not like be mean. I don't mean be mean, but you know, some people just need to get told some stuff. And so Can I, just say, I would have my avatar or I'd just pay Olivia to do it. Yeah, I was going to say, you could just ask me. I'll do it for free. That's okay. <laughs> just let me know. Yeah. I like. I actually thought. When Olivia said that, I thought to myself, I actually can think of occasions where where one of you has actually st stood in front of someone and said, oh, she's not speaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When someone has been like, when something's, you know, I've been upset or, or annoyed about something. Oh, yeah, I can do it. Someone's I'm gone, oh, da, 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 and they, they've come towards me, and you've gone, oh, just, no, no, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. no, it's, no. it's very <laughs> important. In relationships, to have friends or family members that tell other people that you're not talking, it's very important. yeah, yeah, very important. Also like also to have other people that are aware of like not even like you're upset, but aware of like they've got too much on their plate and they want to say yes to you, but they actually shouldn't. Of just going no, <laughs> like that's like I've had many a people do that. I mean, Mum's done that for me many a time. Of just yeah. like, no, she's not. She's not going to do that. <laughs> No, no having, having an avatar to just say no. Yes. For uh, I heard a woman, a woman told me when I like, had my 40th birthday, she went, oh no, from 40, you can just say no for everything. <laughs> it's true. I, you should. I'm on board. I've enjoyed that. that. I, mean, I, I, felt that I'd, I felt that I'd been rehearsing <laughs> for a long time. Yeah, I was going to say, I have adopted that now. I have not. Yeah. I have and not. People, I feel like people are, you know when you say no and people are like, what? And you're like, well, no. And they're like, no, but that's not, and I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I'm, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Well, people are often shocked by no, aren't they? Yeah, because I think it's very, it's, it's quite British, isn't it, as well, to be like, 
oh no I no like not no but sort of make an excuse or have like yeah. a reason or but like yeah. just straight out be like well no. yes even though you don't yeah. really want to do it yeah and then like yeah. oh I'm trying to be polite or I don't want to be yeah. rude whereas I just know yeah so I used to I used to work um at a large festival and uh I used to have to sometimes pull off the impossible backstage and, and I'd often do that by kind of scrounging things or just getting people to do stuff for me. And someone said to me once, how do you get people to do these things for you? Like, how, how do you persuade them? And I said, oh, I just completely manipulate the Englishness. And the person was like, well, I said, well, I just say to someone, there isn't a reason why you wouldn't do that for me, is there? <laughs> and then they're like, because now the only answer is, I don't want to. <laughs> and I'm way too English to say that. <laughs> and I can't just go, no, because I don't like to. So you've just, they, they're just like, yeah, no, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 sure. You'd love to do that for me, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to do that for you. Like, Thank you very much. Goodbye. And then you go away before they have time to really think about it any further. Yeah. See, I've I've learned now that you don't have to say yes immediately. So my answer for a lot of stuff is I'm I'm gonna think about it. Yeah. And then, and then usually when I'm not with you, I'll be like, no. Yeah. If I say I'm gonna think about it, it means no. Yeah. People are like, will you come to da da da? And I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna think. I'm, gonna think I'm not coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Usually means no. No, yeah. I'm not coming. But well, I'm thinking about it so that you feel like I've tried. Also, one which I weirdly has shocked more people than I thought it would is, you know, when people ask you for a favor, they go, can I yeah. ask a favor or have you got? And I'm like, it depends on what it is. I always yeah. say that. Oh. And I'm like, that's like a base. That's basic. <laughs> I'm not stupid. We'll start agreeing to things that are ridiculous. Like, <laughs> can you, can you give me a favor? And I'm like, what, what is, is it? it? I go, yeah. And they're like, can you just watch my alligator real quick? And I'm like, no, nah, I look dumb <laughs> because I just said yes. <laughs> Without asking you what it was. Like, can you do me a favor? Yeah, we're robbing a bank on Thursday. We need a getaway driver. Like, For oh, real though? Oh. I don't know. When you say it depends what it is, they're like, oh, but. And I'm like, no, don't say, just, now tell me. Yeah, yeah, you say, yeah, oh, yeah. of course. I think like it was something criminal, wasn't it? What was it? Yeah, yeah. Are you poor? My answer, my answer is always so someone says, can I ask you a favor? And I'm like, you can always ask. Yeah. <laughs> And then I just stand and stare at them. And they're like, uh, uh. But he obviously don't want to ask. Favour is stupid. I'm saying no. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because sometimes they're dumb. And yeah. I don't want to help you with that. That yeah. sounds really. There's a trend on TikTok at the moment, which is women saying um, crazy things that they did in order to make a man jealous and and or, and they are some of them are ridiculous like one of them she did a wedding photo shoot to make her ex-boyfriend think she was getting married but like all her friends were her bridesmaids and just normalize saying no to things because if my friend was like olivia would you pretend to be a bridesmaid in my fake photo shoot so that my boy ex-boyfriend thinks i'm getting married i'd be like absolutely not no what Yes, it's crazy. That yeah, it's yeah. She she and when I say photo shoot, I mean like they hired a photographer. It was a very beautiful shoot. Like she bought a dress for it, and I was like, "You've gone too far, ma'am." Who did she use for her, for her husband? 
She didn't, no, she, he wasn't in it. It was her being like, we're getting married. And then they did, she, she was just holding like a man's hand and they never really had him in the shot. So she just put selective photos up and here are my bridesmaids on my wedding you know day. What? They're happy to marry the man of my, yeah, the ex messaged her. But like, for what purpose? Like, cause now what? Now, <laughs> am I married now or am that, I pretending I'm not? That's more I'm... questionable. The fact that he messaged her after she showed the wedding photos make me concerned. Or, or fake baby showers all the time. Multiple times, women being like, "Yeah, we did a gender reveal party, and she wasn't even pregnant." Like, were you? But like, their friends and family, like, woo in the videos, and I'm like, I ever asked any of my friends to be in a like? If my friend was like Olivia having a gender reveal to Brit, I'd be like, why would I attend that? Then my face is like in this. That doesn't make sense. Just normalize saying no. Very bizarre. I just don't. I just. That's a whole other conversation, though. Of like people who genuinely believe that relationships are like a game of monopoly is like that's like a whole other thing. Like, oh. so why? Why must you play the games? Why must there's you play a, the games? Play no really games. Great, um, Indian comedian who I showed mom this a British comedian. She says that um I, that was you know what that was wrong. I don't even know if she's Indian. I will correct myself. She is it Asian. Is. I don't know if she's Indian. Um, no, I don't mind apologising for that. I can say sorry for that. I don't know if she's Indian. That was a that was an assumption. Um, but she but she says that relationships are games, and the whole point is it's about winning. Um, and there's a winner and a loser. And if you say oh, relationships aren't about winning, that's because you're losing. And I just I wow. I just sign up to this. So but this is what I mean. This is this is how people act around relationships, though. It's as though it's a legitimate game. It is a game. I must so win. Like, it's, it's all good and well for you to say, but this is my life, and you're wasting my time. How, like, how do you how do you prove you're winning? Well, I think you are losing if you have to ask that. <laughs> Can you lose if you're married? Isn't if if marriage is the what is the goal? of the relationship because surely marriage is winning winning is the goal if mum says how do you prove you're winning it's because she's losing because you know dad probably wouldn't say how do i prove i'm winning because he's actually winning you know okay so i should just go and tell tell my research assistant yes to tell your dad that um so tell your tell your husband <laughs> to tell himself <laughs> yes continue <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that as well. That he won. Or or did he? But it's ongoing. You don't 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 accept defeat. So is the is the person who dies first, are they the winner? Is that the aim? Is the aim before they die? We don't know. Is it is it for you to outlive your significant other? If he dies, can you go to the funeral and say, I won? Like laugh in the face of his coffin, you know. Yeah. The whole thing, I won. Yes. <laughs> well, I will win because if I die first, I will win because I've already planned my funeral with Olivia. And, uh, yeah, my mystery will make me the winner. Yes. If I die first, um, on my gravestone, it will say I didn't lose, I wasn't even playing. And that will be proof that I won. 
I feel like by acknowledging you weren't yeah. playing, you kind yeah, you of, that's like when a kid's like, they lose an it and then they're like, I didn't even want to play. And then they, yeah. like, yeah. that's definitely losing what I'm doing. I said what I said. Not only is that losing, like that is literally the words of a loser. Yeah, um, <laughs> the word that I is only losers playing the game. Yeah. Okay, we, we, because if I was playing the game, I would have won. So think about that. Yeah, and, well, honestly, if you ask us to I put give that up. on your, if you because ask for that to be put on your tombstone, what we'll actually put on your tombstone is just a big L. Yeah, one big L. One oh, big L. And then, and, and, oh, we'll just put out. We'll just put up. If you're not a winner, what are you? Yeah, and then it will just uh, this here lies Isabel. She took the biggest L. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, and we won't and we won't hire anyone to bring mystery to your funeral either. No, Lord. I was there's this thing on TikTok where people like make confessions. So they go to like a Google Docs and you just make a confession anonymously, and this guy will share your anonymous confessions on TikTok. Right, like everyone knows that he shares it on TikTok, but you post it. And one of the um, one of the things that was said, like a lot of people say a lot of things. One woman said about how she drunk bleach because she, someone told her it would make her skin look better. And then she had to go to the hospital and he was like, that seems like that's kind of on you, which I mean, yes, kind of on you. The second person said her mum was trying to have a baby. And so she put plan B in her mum's coffee because she wanted to be an only child. What's plan B? Uh, morning after pill. Yeah. To which many people in the chat were like, this is like low-key murderer vibes. Um, yeah. Like, if your mum got married to another person, would you kill him because you wanted to be her first priority? Like, <laughs> in the chat. So, yeah, it, it turned into a big thing. It's, it's wow. Very that's dark. Yeah, I mean, that's dark. That's really dark. Oh, I would pay my avatar to have a baby for me. Just, like, have the whole baby. Uh, then I'd sort of, like, look after it after. I'm, I'm good to look after it. I just don't know if I'm that keen on being pregnant. I don't know how much appeal it holds for me. Specifically labour. I'm like, yeah. Well, and well, after being labour, it's, like, everything afterwards. Do the pregnancy and yeah. then let the avatar do the labour. Is that possible? I mean, none of it's possible. They <laughs> call them, sure. Literally, Some people have really awful pregnancies. Like, like uh, people don't really talk to you about how awful pregnancy can be until you're like an adult and then they start talking about pregnancy and I'm like bro that sounds real trash well, like I know you're bringing life into the world and the baby's super great but well, like that's because that's a minority that's why people don't really talk about but it. when the majority are telling you that their pregnancies were trash would you not question that it is the majority no I'd question your friendship group <laughs> <laughs> you know she's better I once saw a video of a two-year-old and the mum hadn't had like left him alone for like 10 minutes and he had pooed in his potty and then was in the process of eating it slash smearing it all over his body. And at that point, I really rethought having children. It was a classic. I thought, you know, Lord, maybe I'm meant to be like a fun aunt. <laughs> Do you understand that kids still poo when you're a fun aunt, right? But they're not mine. I enjoy seeing some children and but then what, sending them home. 
what happens when I have kids and like you're looking after my kids and my kid poos? No, I can deal with poo. That's fine. I just, I don't want to keep your kid. Like you, it's your kid. It, okay. So you can take him home. I, I don't want to keep the kid. Like I don't want, someone asked me like, is that your kid? And I'm like, I want to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I get that. I mean, I'm, maybe one day I will change my mind. But currently, if you ask me, you're having children, right? I'd be like, <laughs> well. <laughs> well. <laughs> I kind of want to, like, I want to, like, dress them but not do anything else. <laughs> and I don't know if that's a good attitude towards children. So we should just take you to build a bear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and can I ask a question then, based off of what you said? Because um, I, I guess this kind of segues into our next topic anyway. Um, what is the response or reaction of people when you say to them that you're not particularly keen on? Uh, it depends who you talk to. I, I get a lot of like, but you're a woman. Or I'm going to marry you because you're not like super. And I wouldn't say, I do, I'm not saying I completely dislike the idea of having children. It's just not pressing to me. I think like you have some people who whose life goal is like, I want to be a mum. And it's just not my life goal. It's not. I'm sure it would be great if it happens or when it happens or whatever, but it's not like I'm not aiming for it right this second. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong for people who want to. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being a stay-at-home mum. It's a really hard job. Being a mum is fantastic. Well done to all the mothers out there. You're doing great. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just not like my, I don't know. I don't think being a stay-at-home mum is my calling. I don't think I've been, I know, I always like to say, <laughs> People are, are gifted different strengths. God gives you different strengths. I don't think he's given me that strength. I think that my, my path is a different way because I don't want to be a stay-at-home mum. No offence to stay-at-home mums because Why a lot of times you say we that. Could, we could debate your theology here a little bit, but we won't. Why? Why is, I'm finding it interesting that you're linking having a baby to being a stay-at-home. I want a bunch of kids. I have no intention. No, 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 no. I don't mean, obviously, you can have kids and not be a stay-at-home mum, but like, I think some people, like, talk, like you talk about having kids a lot, Isabel, and about mm -hmm. you know, how many kids you want, and I just do not... It doesn't bring me joy to talk about children. So, um, yeah... And the, you get mixed reviews. You get some people who are like, like there was um, a, a woman that I'm friends with who uh, I was like accountable to for a while, was discipling me. She's wonderful. She's single. She doesn't have children. It was really nice talking to her because I felt like a normal human being and not like some other women make you feel, which is like, but your whole goal should be to have children and mm -hmm. to adore being around them all the time. And I just, I don't. I really don't. I like children I have a relationship with, which is why I'm sure... I like my own if I have some and I'll love my own, but I, not everybody else's. Like I don't, if someone shows me a picture of their baby, my brain is not like, oh my gosh, a baby. It's like, cool. You had a baby. That's, that's great. <laughs> but not like, like I, I, I acknowledge that motherhood is fantastic and you should love your children. And if you do, and please do, I have loads of, actually I think basically all of my friends adore kids and that's fantastic. And it's great being like around people that aren't just like me. I think that's really important, but you know, I'm, I'm not going to pretend I adore children. Like they're, they're, they're cool. Sometimes they're really annoying. Let's be honest, you know, mm. you know, I don't know. Mm. So it depends. I had someone did tell me once I, no one would ever want to marry me if I didn't want to have kids or if I didn't like feel get joy from children, which again, untrue. So if you're like me, untrue, that is not true. Um, but well, you're not married. 
No, I'm not married. But I don't think. What? Mum! (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone. I, you know, as I continuously tell myself, I am literally the awesomest. So, of course, someone would want to marry me. And if they get to have babies with me, as a bonus for them. Okay? Because have some great But. Fair enough. Yeah. So what what if um what if your like best friend was just like oh, I think it's really bad. What that I don't have babies or I don't mm. really want to. Mm-hmm. Um I'd say my best friend's quite judgmental and lacks understanding and has forgotten that all women are not a monolith and not all of us enjoy children. Mm. So there's a guy on um social media today actually. Um, who said that um, people, but he said men in particular, should stop asking women when are they going to have a baby? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I think that's like, nobody goes around to guys going, oh, when are you going to have kids? Yeah. Yeah. When are you going to have a baby? He said, so why do people think it's okay to ask women that? I think it's really offensive, isn't it? And because you've no idea how, if someone's struggling to have a baby Mm. or, do you know what I mean, what they're going through as a couple or alone or or Mm. anything like that. Um, Mm. It's just, I think it's so insensitive. Also, just a lack of understanding about other people's bodies. Like, why you are not entitled to ask me those kind of questions. Mm. Um, So if you feel that you are, you are wrong, because you definitely... Are not, but it is. It, it, I and I find that I think other women do it too, definitely. Where they, you know, they have kids and they ask. Like, when I was um, before I had children, I was somewhere and I was holding someone's baby. And I've always loved children since I was a child. I just I am one of those people that you talk about, Olivia, who was just like, I just can't wait to be a mum. Wanted to be a mum. Wanted to be a mum. And I was holding someone's baby, and this other woman who I know. I knew, you know, she would fall into the colleague category of life, not not a friend. And she came over to me and she's she looks at the baby and she's like, oh, that's such a lovely baby. Whose baby is that? And I said, oh, it's so-and-so's. And she said, you know, the thing with you, Karen, is you're always holding other people's babies. Why don't you get on with it and have your own? And, um, and I was actually waiting for an appointment at the fertility clinic because we thought we couldn't have children. And I was devastated. I just was so hurt that somebody, you know, would just say that so insensitively. I think it's just, it's a really horrible thing to say. Now, I remember that it was a mum that said to me that no one, a man wouldn't want to marry me if I didn't have kids. And at the time, I'd just come out of like a very abusive relationship and my concept of self-worth was basically non-existent. And someone saying to you, no one will want you because Mm. you don't want to do something, it's just so ridiculously rude Mm. and insensitive. And so just like... You know, it's that assumption, isn't it, of like if you enjoy something that everybody else should, which is just really silly. Well, it's also the the concept that women, you know, our our only role or our main role or purpose is to procreate. Yeah, I, I just don't understand why it's anyone's business. Yeah, exactly. How does it affect your life in any way whatsoever? Whether yeah. I have a kid like and and to be honest because you know the people whose lives it would affect like your friends and family would mm. know why you're not mm. interested in having a baby you're not pregnant at that point mm. you're not married you're still sick whatever it is right mm. so they know so so that and they're not asking because they know mm. and those are the people whose mm. lives it would affect so if you're someone whose life it doesn't why are you asking me why does it mm. make a difference to you and then uh, on top of that i always i just i was talking to someone about this the other day 
not necessarily not about having kids, but we were talking about something else. And I was saying there is a problem and you need to see that there's a problem when um, something is so important to you that you are pushing your agenda onto mm. other people and expecting everybody else to fit into mm. your boxes. So you have to yeah. be in a relationship. You have to be married. You have to have kids. You have to have a certain, you know, st- you have to pick a certain career that's going to have longevity, whatever that looks like. If 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 that has yeah. turned into such a big thing for you personally that you're pushing it yeah. onto other people, regardless as to what they want or they need or they can afford or whatever that looks like, so yeah. there's a problem in your life <laughs> that's turned yeah. into yeah. such a big. And I, I haven't had the same. I guess it's different because I do want kids. I haven't had the same experience. Um, in terms of children like I've worked I've worked as a nanny for years and I think a lot of the people that I worked with their conversations about kids are very very different to just like have a baby sort of thing um but I have like with marriage and stuff like that has been like a big one and the concept of like I would love to be a parent and I'd love to have kids I don't necessarily know if I particularly want to be in a relationship and that's like a whole other conversation for another point but like talking to people and talking about like me being hesitant to be in a relationship or me on some days not being interested in any way whatsoever. And they're like, well, that's like ridiculous. Like I remember one guy was standing with his wife and literally I was talking about pursuing my career in music. And I wanted to make sure that I like put everything into music before I went into a relationship because I felt like that's where my energy should be. And he literally was like, well, like maybe you should, maybe you should like find a guy and then like pursue the music because like, what if your music fails? What do you have to fall back on? And I was like, so sorry. So you're saying to me <laughs> that I should find a, a person and say, mm. Hey person, um, mm. I kind of sort of like you, but I'm just going to go and have a career in music. Could you stay here mm. for like five to eight years? <laughs> mm. And then if I fail, I'll come back. <laughs> No, don't come back. Fall back. Fall back. I think, I think the key yeah, is to fall back. I'll reluctantly retreat back with my yeah. tail between my legs, you know, miserable, but no, you no, not have me. No, no, you're not even going to retreat. You're just going to collapse. It is literally a falling. You're just going to fall and, I'll, you know. I'll turn up on his doorstep. Yeah. Curled in a ball. Yeah, it's on him if he's moved off the spot and isn't available to catch you because you were very clear in your instruction eight years ago. This, this man's At some wife. Point, this is going to fail. Right. He's there to catch me. This man's wife was standing next to him and was like, yeah. And I was like, listen to what you just said. Like, yeah. you no logic. Unfortunately, some people get into relationships and start behaving like that's the only thing you ever should be For doing. real. Yeah. in the history of and you see it before i think like sometimes relationships are very fetishized and people are sort of like yeah. you know being single is not appropriate anymore you should always yeah. aim to be with somebody else so then if you are like i enjoy being single and so i'm trying to ha- I have all these goals for myself and this is about my self-worth and and self-health and whatever else they're like no that, that's very wrong you're meant to do this with another person yeah because that's the concept of doing life you know, they also because people have an idea that if you're single, you're unhappy, which is ridiculous because like you can be single and happy. And yeah. and I think I'd say to anyone, um, I'm in a relationship, but I think it's very important before you're in a relationship that you are a happy single person. Otherwise, yeah. what happens is when you're in a relationship, 
it, it doesn't fit this weird bubble thing you had in your head because you had an idea of this fantasy land and you've no idea how to be happy with just you. Now you're trying to, like, now all your happiness is revolves around another person and that's very unhealthy mm-hmm. and that's not how relationships are meant to be. I yeah. listened to this guy um, from church. He's like a very clever man. Um, and he was talking about singleness and being <laughs> relationships. And he said, like back in the, um, you know, 1700s or wherever Pride and Prejudice would have been based. Um, that's the only reference I could think of in my head. Um, he said that the men and women who were married would not have ever referred to their significant other as their best friend. And he was like, because that wasn't the culture, that wasn't society at the time, that this is the person that you get like your romantic needs from, maybe your sexual needs from, and then in your friendships and, and with people around you, you'll get your other needs. So you've got your best friend who's like your confidant. And then you've got, you know, maybe your parents who give you like some solid life advice and you've got these other people around you. So you're getting like lots of different elements of relationship from lots of different types of people. Whereas you fast forward to nowadays where he, he was talking about there being this expectation in society where growing up you get a little bit of everything from everyone but then when you get to like in into a relationship the expectation is that you would receive everything from that one person and from that one relationship which is a crazy amount of pressure to put on yourself and also on that person and also then you end up in those relationships where you you've isolated your friends you're not hanging out with anybody you're not spending time with anybody or or doing anything like that mum why are you putting a hat on your face I don't know. I thought it'd be funny if Olivia wasn't looking at the screen and if she suddenly looked up and I have a hat on my face. I, I was watching you and I was like, I'm going to ignore it. But then it I was I was very confused that you had a hat on. Yeah, I was very confused. But I was like, what is going on? <laughs> anyway, but anyway, yes. They, it, so he was talking about like keeping the, the, the a healthy balance of going, actually, it's OK for you and your partner not to know everything about each other immediately it's okay for you and your your partner to have different friendship groups it's okay for you guys to not share everything with each other all the time and you can still talk to your friends about your relationship and your life and all that kind of which I think for me has massively changed my perspective because he said he also said that sorry I'm gonna end but he also said that as um single people um, it's much easier to be happier as a single person when you have an understanding that you are getting relation your relational needs covered by your friends. And actually the only things that you're not really getting covered are, I guess in the Christian community would be your romantic and your sexual. Outside of the Christian community looks a little bit different, but he was, yeah, talking about that, which I was like, yeah, you can be like actually genuinely happy, not like forcing yourself yeah. to be happy and yeah. be single because you're not, it's not about filling in a hole because you've already got that covered with healthy relationships. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the I mean, answer I... is all the people are wrong. No. Yes. What was the question? I don't know. We were talking about oh. uh, does it matter what people think? So no. <laughs> but sometimes yes, but mostly no. <laughs> and it does matter what people think, doesn't it? It just depends what, you know. It's, like, so you she was going to Olivia, you're thing. pulling a face. You are pulling a face because what you're doing is you're thinking it doesn't matter to you what people think. But like, if people, for example, you know, if if bigots and racists actually cared more about what other people thought 
then it would change things, wouldn't it? So it does yeah, But then what are you asking? Are you asking, does it matter what people... Because if you say, does it matter what people think, my answer to you will be no, it does not. Does it matter what's factual? Yes. <laughs> does it matter if they're being idiots? Sure. Does it matter what they think? No. Yes. It does it matter. matter. Why does it matter? It matter? Because, because we, we, we are... Um, we are, um, I can't remember the, the posh name for it, but as human beings, we are community-based, right? We live in tribes. Right. Okay. And so actually it's important for that when we're in the tribe that we think about, you know, to a degree, there are two degree, you know, what, how, how, what we do, how that impacts other people, right? And that is about how, what people think, isn't it? No, I don't view that as being what people think. What you're talking about is like how I carry myself and caring about other people's feelings. Sure, I care about how people feel. I don't care what you think. I think there's, is there a difference between um, thinking, uh, caring about what other people, not caring because it is important to care, more like choosing to... Hold like value or build foundation based on what other people think, or just having a good conscience and, a, and an understanding of of right and wrong. When we talk about, uh, I know I wasn't intending to go into racism, but this is like a standard. When we talk about racism, there is a difference between your thoughts and your your feet. Your feelings are always valid, but like your thoughts and your feelings and what is factual, right? And so we we know that, right? that people of color are people and are human beings and that they deserve uh, like the equal amount and equal rights as, as their white counterparts. That's fact. That's not what you, that's not why, like I think it, but that's facts. That's based on facts. So I guess it, it would be more looking at not necessarily what do you think, but what is what you think based on and where does that come from? You can't go through life thinking in every single way, in a blanket way, I don't care whatever what anyone else thinks do you understand you but can't that, you can't not care so you do you because you're no be, you're because you're trying to say you know your thoughts are attached to your feelings aren't they so you're you're trying to go oh you know that's not the same as your feeling but they they're all connected aren't they and you can't go through life and live it you don't go through life thinking i don't care <clears throat> what anyone thinks yes i you do think to yourself no you don't no, you don't so you've got a boyfriend yeah okay do you care what he thinks about what? Do you care? So, for example, do you care what your boyfriend... Um, so, here's a prime example. Prime example. I knew somebody and uh, they went out with a person who was very, very rich. And the rich person just thought that, um, you know, poor people didn't matter. He, he found it very difficult to understand what it was like to be poor. He could couldn't fathom in any way his own privilege um and she had to end the relationship because of what he thought no, what you're do again this is why i'm saying we're disputing this what you're describing is a narcissistic selfish man who didn't care about other people's feelings or who they are as human beings i don't care about what people think i don't care do i care about their feelings i'm not insensitive i care about people's feelings not a horrible person but no, I don't care what people think. Because if I spent my, my whole life caring about what people thought, it just would get nowhere. Like, I would get absolutely nowhere. You can't, like, I can't spend my whole life catering to other people's thoughts about me. That doesn't make sense. No, and, and again, it's not one extreme or the other. 
we don't because we care about what people think doesn't mean that we um live our lives based on what people think that's not the same thing is it why would i care about what people think should i care about why would i care about what people think that doesn't make sense i don't but I don't understand. I don't know in what context am I caring about what somebody thinks, or because I'm not. That doesn't make sense it, to me. Because I think not, when you start doing that, I think you just you. I, no, I don't. I, anytime somebody has said to me that, but you don't care about what that like you. You should care about what people think. It's always in a scenario where I'm like, no, I really shouldn't, and it it doesn't matter about what people you can't think. Think of a thing. You can't think of any scenario where you would care what somebody thought. But this is what I mean. This is why I find this question so strange. I think it depends on what it is. I think there are some, again, which is coming back to a similar thing that so far, the examples that we've used where you, where you maybe would care or wouldn't care about what someone thinks seems to be, what is it? What is your, what are your thoughts based on? Where did you get this information from? Why do you feel like this? Why are you saying this stuff? I think it, I think it depends on that. It depends on the context. It depends on um, how strong their thoughts are or feelings or uh, views are on certain things. So, so yes, it is. Yes, I, I probably would break up with someone who thought that all poor people were trash. But one of the reasons for that would be that that that's not based on fact. <laughs> like, do you know? I mean, that's not factual. That's not. Yeah. That's so stupid. you. But what? That's, yeah. But the, so. But you so, care what he thinks, don't you? I don't, mm, okay, so I don't care for his thoughts. I care right. how it would affect other people yes. around me. Yes. So the answer would be, the answer would be no. When I think, so, I think it's also looking at what do you mean when we say care, there is an ice cream truck going past my flat <laughs> and it's so loud. It goes, past, it goes past like three times a day. It just goes in like a loop around our block. And I'm like, bro, no one here can afford your ice cream. But okay, cool. Oh, um, I'd love an ice cream van to come around. No, the ice cream, <gasps> ice cream van plays the music, mum. It means it's sold out. So that, that, is, that is true. That is actually what it means. Um, ice cream van plays music, children. It's because you've got no more ice cream. <laughs> I think it just... Okay. I and think zucchini it, yeah. and, and um, courgettes are not the same thing. Yes, they are. But that's not what you tell your children. Not that I would lie to my children, but, you know. I don't think you have a talk. That's what lying parents um, do. I think that it depends on also what you say when you talk about care. Um, what, what does, uh, yeah, I, which I'm not, I'm not going into the definition of care. I think it just depends on what that means for a different person. For Olivia, care means, I think it, care means something very different to what it means for you. And so mm. when it talks about caring about other people's, what other people think, the way that that plays out looks different to the way that you would care about what other people think. Mm. I think care for her is, would I listen to it and and follow it? Do you know what I mean? And allow it to- Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to dictate, you know, so I I can remember, you know, seeing an article, the woman wanted to um, paint her house pink and uh, the neighbours didn't like it. You know, so she didn't paint the house pink. That's real stupid. That's stupid. Because the neighbours wouldn't like it. And yeah. for me, it made me think, isn't that funny? Because I think, you know, um, our grandparents came to this country and the neighbours didn't like them. <laughs> you know, there are some elements of life that is definitely a mind your business moment. 100%. And if you do not pay the bills in my house. A hundred percent. You don't get to tell me what colour I'm painting again, my house. It's like when you watch those shows. I hate that show, um... 
say yes to the dress mm-hmm. oh, yeah. they bring like five people to the dress fitting and someone's always like i don't like it and i'm like, on what planet are you telling me what i'm wearing like is it your body i just <laughs> I didn't remember are you getting married i thought like, i just mind your business I, this is but this is also like a, a different thing of uh, some of this is social media and blah 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 i'm not going to go into a thing i'm going to try and keep it short but pe- everyone believes that their opinion should be heard and that everything yeah. that you say is equally as valid as someone else's. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I, I don't not, don't mean this in a rude way, but sometimes it's not. Um, and sometimes the things yeah. you have to say don't matter. In this context, it actually doesn't matter. So, Isn't that a funny thing for three women recording a podcast to say? It is. Well, it is a funny thing, but also like you choose whether you want to listen to us, right? So we decide that there's a value in what we're saying, mostly because mm. we have fun and we like having these conversations with one another. I don't mm. really, I know that people do listen to this. So hi, everybody who's listening. I often just black out the fact that other people are listening to it because I'm yeah, just having true. a conversation, right? Yeah, but I think, I think, yeah, some, some of us do have opinions. I have a lot of opinions yeah. in life. I tweet almost every day um, with many of my thoughts um, and many of my opinions. And, and some of those opinions to a lot of people do not matter. And some of those opinions objectively just don't matter. Um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's just my opinion and that's okay. Yeah. You're allowed to say your opinion, but don't <laughs> act like your opinion is the greatest thing since sliced bread because it's not, you know? Yeah, that's, that's why we, um, at the bookshop, we call them the opinionators. <laughs> Like, they're like a secret society who believe that yeah, their I, opinion should be like heard it. by yeah. you yeah. right now, and Even and if- you should you should then explain to them how their opinion has impacted your life yeah. and how you're going to adjust your ways to oh, fall yeah, in line with their opinion. Yeah, 100%. So Olivia was going to say something. It, it just never makes sense to me because they always do it in moments where you're like, you literally know nothing about what you're talking about. And, but instead yeah. of like knowing that you know nothing and being quiet, like I love yeah. seeing people during COVID particularly telling doctors and nurses about how they should do things in hospitals in regards to COVID as if they're in any way trained in yeah. any medical form to to tell a professional about how yeah. they should do their job. There was some nurses um, recently took a picture in a COVID intensive care ward and they took a picture and they're all crying because the, the ward is empty and they've been able to send all the people home and it's like such a big deal. And this guy commented and was like, well, perhaps if you were going to take care of the people in the other ward, there's still an entire hospital, you know, like it's ridiculous. And I was like, dude, dude, they know they're in the hospital. I just, but, your opinion was so unneeded. <laughs> Stop it. But we've all, we've all had jobs that are, that have had a public facing role in one way or another. Okay, I guarantee, I guarantee, I know for you and Olivia anyway, because I've heard some of your stories, but I guarantee, Isabel, for you as well, that you have had millions, not millions, many, many occasions where someone has come and explained to you how How to do my job. job. How to do my job. Look, look, look at me. How to do my job. Get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I mean, I've had people who've explained to me, I've had men explain to me how to be a woman. Right. Oh, no, that's right. I've had white people explain to me how I should be black. Yes. That's I've had right. people tell me I'm not black enough. You're not actually yeah. black enough. No. I've had people no. explain to me how to be a feminist. And I'm like, Shut, well, when, when yeah. did I ask you? When? Yeah. Yeah. Show me the notes. Show yeah. me, show me I, the, the, the minutes from this meeting. Tell me when I asked you. There's no. a girl at uni, we had a lecture about um, the history of black hair and when it started becoming 
that black people were told basically that straight hair was more attractive than curly yeah. hair. And he was like, and, and sort of the rift between black people that they were at this time when you had some black people who, who like basically submitted to this gentrification and others who stood strong in their natural hair and how, you know, there was some, there was a rift between them. And a white girl came to me after class. And, and just for the people now, I, I now have naturally, I have naturally curly hair, but it's because I've really pushed my hair over this last year to, to be a bit more natural. But before that, my hair was well, straight. Some bits are still not curly, though, are they? Yeah, 100%. My hair naturally is a very odd texture. It's kind of curly. I force it into a curl now, which is great. But naturally, it kind of grows a little bit straight. I have a very mixed yeah. heritage. It's great, whatever. Um, and a girl came to me after class because I had very straight hair at the time. And it was, like, really cut very short. And she said... Um, did I feel I must feel embarrassed and less of a black woman because I have straight hair and that that lecture must have really hit me at home and it was I now thinking I was going to go home and stop straightening it and I li I was so shocked by the, the audacity of you being like you how can you come and inform me of how to be black when I'm black like you're not that it just doesn't make sense at so all what I love is in a lecture that talked about black people being forced to take on white ideals of beauty, that a white woman came to you to tell you what her new ideal of beauty was yes, and how yes. you could now conform to it. But yes. that wouldn't make her an oppressor in any way. No. And that, that and she couldn't understand why, um, why the, there were some other black people that I was friends with at uni who were like, this is so offensive. And she was like, why? I'm just asking a question. And I was like, you're just, you, honestly, your opinion is just not always needed. It's okay to not, or even like working in Primark one time and a woman told me that the way I was packing um, the clothes in the bag was wrong. I remember just being like, ma'am, you don't work here. I'm going to need you to be quiet. My house. Well, I had one this week. Um, I think I told you guys that where um, somebody uh, told me, which probably long, late to get into, but where somebody uh, told me that because I was mixed race, um, I would be, I, you know, I was, I was suffering from an identity crisis. Yeah, again. And I had to point out that I wasn't. Yeah, again, because it, it, your opinion's not needed. Which, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've, I've got a friend who works at Superdry, this is what I'm well, close, but I've got a friend who works at Superdry and she told me yesterday that a guy came in and said that he was looking for hat. She said, oh, okay, well, depending on the hat that you're looking for will depend on where it goes because they order their shop according to like styles so she yeah. was like if you're looking for these hats it'll be here if you're looking for these she was like i will walk you around and take you to each section of hats like just let me know if you find anything let me know what which hats you're looking for he looks her in the eyes and was like i don't have time to be walking around here like i'm in the middle of a jungle if you could um, inform your superiors that the next time that I come in, I would like to see all of the hats in one place. And then <laughs> walked out, like spun and walked out. And I was well, like, you know I was what? like, did you tell oh, your superiors? And Fair enough. Like, no. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. To super dry. Next time Doug comes in, have the hats front yeah. and centre. What are yeah. you doing? Don't be so rude. Why should he walk around exactly like in a jungle? Shop? Like he's, he's not, in a jungle. Yeah, he didn't come out here to be shopping. No. He came out to get a hat. Exactly. You know, and you're a shop assistant. Exactly. Therefore, gather all hats. I'm yes. him. Oh, yes. no. so I'm, I'm Doug. Doug, you the man. 
I'm I think people guy. people in retail take are go to a level of audacity, or oh. anything hospitality go to a level of audacity that you're like, how Honestly. have you? Been, how have you? Oh, yeah. Once in Primark, a woman genuinely got annoyed with me because I wouldn't babysit her children while she shopped, <laughs> and I was like, "Ma'am, I'm folding underwear on a table." And she was like, "But I need to go upstairs," and I was like, "But you brought your kids with you; they're not my kids." A woman got annoyed <laughs> with me in the cafe because her four-year-old granddaughter got stuck in like a, I don't know if you know what a bunbo is. It's like one of those like portable children's high chairs that like sits on the ground. It's like a rubber thing. And and the four-year-old sat in it. It is for like babies up to like eight months old. The four-year-old sat in it and got stuck. And so someone else had to go and help the four-year-old get out of it because she got stuck. Then the grandmother came over to me and said, my four-year-old just got stuck in there. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, she's out though. And she was like, yeah. And she was like, you know, I just really feel like it's unsafe. And I was like, well, you know that there are babies in the thing and that's for the babies. So the babies should go in it. And she was like, what do you expect me to do to stop? Do you want me to just stop her from going in it? And I was like, yes. <laughs> she was like, this is ridiculous. And, and then left. And I was like, great. <laughs> what? <laughs> like... <laughs> Anyway, we're coming to a close because I can't. We can't keep going around all of the stories of people who are ridiculous. Um, but I do guess- you know what? I would. I would genuinely, genuinely. I'm not even just saying this. If you're listening and you work in any area, I would love to hear your stories about how someone told you how to do your job. Oh, we would absolutely love that. Please, please email us and tell us your stories, and we will read them out. Yes. Like, well, we won't if you don't want us to. But yeah. We would. I would love to hear your stories about how someone told you how to do your job. Because yeah, yeah literally, we could go at this all night. Just stories are endless. But yeah, yes. Um, in closing, your feelings are always valid, but sometimes your opinion is not. And maybe bear that in mind as an opinionated person, as we all are um, opinionated people. Sometimes we have to learn that our opinions are not always uh, uh, valid, or or people don't want to hear them. So maybe yeah. think to yourself. Who does this benefit <laughs> before saying your thing? <laughs> I had a friend once, okay, and someone asked her, we were talking about something, and they said, well, what's your opinion on this? And she said, I don't have one. No. Correct answer. Why would I have an opinion on this? I always think, like, ask me if I had an opinion. I would have already said it. I have a very big mouth. I'll tell yeah. you <laughs> I have an opinion that's relevant. If I don't and I haven't said anything, you don't need to ask me. That doesn't mean I don't have anything to say. <laughs> Um, All right. You so. have an opinion on it and you shouldn't say it, but still. Um, anyway, love like <coughs> throw away. That's Sorry, love like <coughs> throw away. Um, should I start or does someone else want to? I don't actually have one at all this week. Olivia, we set aside time at the beginning. I, I, and I sat and I, did, I still don't, I just don't have any. Okay, well, I me and mum will go before you. You can go last and maybe you'll think up something. Maybe I should just go first because I didn't have one. No. <laughs> you can't go first if you haven't got I don't one. have one. Olivia, this is literally, this is literally of you don't have an opinion. So don't go first because you have yeah, but, nothing to say. But I don't, but I don't have <laughs> exactly that's why you're not going first. Okay, think should I go or shall do you want to go first, Mum? Just go, Isabel. Please. Okay, <laughs> so I love that um, DC are making a Superman <gasps> movie where Superman is black. That is so exciting. Isabel, you do not know this. 
I did know this, and no, it should have been mine because Olivia, did you not know this? Did you not know this, Olivia? Yeah, Olivia. Oh, Olivia. Yes, the family WhatsApp. Dad put it in the family WhatsApp. It's a big deal. In the family WhatsApp. Can I just add? It's not just it's Black Superman. Can I just say again that it's Ta-Nehisi Coates writing it? And if you don't know who he is, and he wrote the graphic novels for um, Black Panther, like loads of them. And he has got a book called My Beautiful Struggle, which is an amazing book. And he's an incredible writer. So it's not just they've got Black Superman. It's that they've picked someone with authenticity. Mm. They've picked say, quality, top-notch he is, black writer to write is, yeah. Black Superman. He is one of my favourite. He writes these just like one-off essays and they are absolutely fantastic. Yeah. That's how I first started reading about it and he's just absolutely fantastic. So that's so exciting. That is so um, exciting. Really, really, really exciting. Um, also, it seems that the people that they're bringing on board um seem to be like really solid like directors and mm -hmm. like really solid people mm -hmm. in the industry i know mm -hmm. that at one point they were trying to get ryan coogler but obviously he's doing stuff with i mean let's be honest okay to dc cannot be marvel but yeah. this is a very very good attempt this to win very... me over and we you know it. marvel we've been talking the last few weeks um olivia i just talking about the diversity of marvel yeah you know, and how they've really gone for it and really just, you know, in women, um, black yeah. people, Asian people. There's yeah. an amazing um, movie coming out. It looks amazing. Mm. I can't remember what it's called. The Chi. What's mm -hmm. it called? I can't remember, but I will put okay. the link. What's it called, Olivia? What? What's the Asian movie? The Chi. Shang-Chi and the Nine Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Looks amazing. I'll you know. Anyway, Isabel, go on, Karen. And Marvel also have just announced, sorry, I'm kind of adding on, Marvel have just announced, like, the movies that are coming up, which a lot of them we already knew about, but one of them is, like, uh, Wakanda is called Wakanda Forever, which I'm very excited about. It's going to be very good. Um, they've got Captain Marvel coming out, which is called The, Mar the Marvel. Hey, Isabel, what is your, like? Marvel, sorry, I'm, I'm going to go Marvel. into a whole Marvel thing. It's very exciting. <laughs> anyway, um, and, and, I and like... My theory, once again, we cannot make a podcast without saying that Marvel, but carry on. I mean, yeah. Um, I like, um, this is just going to be really stupid and random, but bucket hats. Um, Who? Bucket hats. People are putting buckets on their heads? No, bucket hats. H-A-T-S. What's a bucket hat? It's a hat. Like It's a bucket. bucket. No. You put a bucket on your head and call it a hat. Olivia, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Can you send her a picture of it? Okay. Please. Anyway, you like hats. I like I bucket hats. Yeah, my, I... I went to Bromley with my friend she can't see it there's no it's just a bright light Olivia's just shining a torch Olivia's trying to show mum a picture through zoom and it's not working your, your camera's too bright Liz um you bought a yeah, hat I bought a hat um for cheap <laughs> Olivia's now lowered her, her lighting and it's too dark now um, <laughs> um, trying to defeat me I bought a hat and, it's it's, open and it looks nice on me and that's weird because I don't usually wear, there you go, I don't usually wear summer oh, and it actually looks quite nice on my head. So oh, okay. That's oh. cool. So bucket hats. And yeah. I would like to throw away, this might be a tad controversial, but still I'm going to go for it. I'd like to throw away the TV show Friends. I have rewatched a few episodes and it is not appropriate. 
it's just like it's just like not okay and there's like a lot of stuff in that show that I'm like yeah no you know I think Friends time has come to an end hasn't it yes it's been around for 20 years and times have changed and that's okay and you know they've made their money they're rich they move on some people still find it funny but that's okay you know yeah I think other things have overtaken it in honesty in all honesty yeah. I'd also like it was throw, funny and it was groundbreaking and that's I'd okay. I'd also like to throw away the Twilight saga because Oh my gosh. I rewatched, I rewatched all of the movies with my housemate and just honestly, honestly, no not even jokes because first off the acting is terrible. Um I have a theory as to why but I'm not going to it would take too long to go into it, but like the first off the acting is terrible. There's absolutely no chemistry and it drives me insane. Second of all, um the oh, there is legitimate, legitimate abusive relationship vibes all the way through that movie, and it's not okay. And I don't, I'm re-watching it going, I read this as a teenager, and why, why was this, why was this aimed at teenagers? Why are you encouraging teenage girls to think so lowly of themselves and like so highly of other people who just don't treat them well? And also don't think I leave themselves. Like, I want to grab Bella and be like, have some self-esteem. Like, it's... I should say that, that it is a running theme in teenage vampire books. Mm-hmm. That the girls are mistreated by either vampires or werewolves because the fetishize, fetish, fetishization... Fetishization... There you go. Of um of of the whole vampire thing is like oh they're really bad and they kind of don't treat humans very well but like I'm really pretty so he kind of likes me but he so that is quite common because I'm trying to think think of the vampire books I read that are all a bit problematic. Also unacceptable age gap. I don't care that he was frozen at eighteen. He is a hundred years old. Not okay. Well, that's just unfair. He's a vampire. He's never going to be the same age. No, my bro- Are you telling me that he <laughs> couldn't find any, he he couldn't find any other vampire? The age gap is just improper. Okay, he I'm couldn't sorry. find a 96 year old vampire. Completely you out of your <laughs> No, no. So what are you supposed to do? So is he supposed to tell him to vampire, go away, come back in a hundred years? Now it's appropriate because you're also old. That's no, mean. no. He should go and he should meet a vampire who is actually his age. Why does he have to get married? To, why do you have to be with a human? Why does it age matter? It's not like. What do you mean? Why does it matter? Why she does was that 17 matter? and he was okay. 109 and he years old. But technically, he's just permanently 18. So no, I feel like you've not okay. There is, no, no, no. It's not okay. It's anyway, not. guess what? I'd like to do my love, <laughs> like, throw away. Fine. And I'd like to point out that I said it in the right order today. Well done. Thank you very much. Uh, so, um, love, I, um, I also do love that Superman's coming. I was very excited about that. Um, and I have also loved, just because we're just talking about it, WandaVision and... Um, so yes. good. The soldier, Winter Soldier and the... Captain America. I mean, yeah. no spoilers, Falcon. Yeah, amazing. <clears throat> but also, anyway, um, I love I love that um, just having people who can. So I've been talking about getting an electric bike and buying kits to change my really nice bike that I really like. So I don't want to buy another bike. I can't afford to buy another bike and change that into an electric bike. And then my brother went, oh, I could do that for you. And uh, yeah, that's easy. I'm like, It'll only cost you this much. And it doesn't cost anywhere near as much as I would have paid. And so that's quite good because I've just got a brother who can. 
So anyway, that's my love. Um, I like, I'm sorry, but I really like blue tack. Does I anyone else really tack. like blue tack? Oh, blue tack is but amazing. Blue tack's so good, isn't it? Like it feels really nice in your hand. And like you can sit and sculpt it while you're thinking about other things. But it actually does something. It sticks stuff up without ripping the wallpaper. And I'm just like blue tack. I'm sorry, Olivia. I knew you wouldn't approve, but it's what I like. The best thing to enjoy. I know, but it's something about blue tack. I just like it. Um, and my throwaway is um, slugs. Like, what is the purpose of slugs? To eat your plants. Mm, so that can't really be their purpose, can it? Like, what what do they contribute? They they eat your plants. Mm-hmm, yeah. So p- pointless. So you know why? Unacceptable. Unacceptable. And my avatar would would banish all slugs. Apparently slugs are part of the natural balance. Of what? They help to clear away rotting vegetation and are themselves a valuable source of food for toads, slow worms, beetles and birds. So the point of slug is so is food for toads. Yep, it's a circle of life. I mean, that's pretty sad, isn't it? That's your point. That's your purpose in life. Is this, uh, this article just says there is no point to slugs any more than there is a point to lions, mosquitoes or humans. Organisms do not exist to serve a role. Wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. To serve a role of some higher purpose, they exist because they are able to. It's the property of life to expand and diversify. This is incredibly interesting. Now they're talking about colonization because the slugs colonized the snails. I, I'm going to finish this article because it just seems really deep and I'm now involved. Uh, Olivia. I really genuinely don't have one. I like that I'm going back to work on Monday. Woo. I like that I have to do a lot of revising to go back to work on Monday. Woo. Oh, can I say something else that I like? What no, Olivia was saying us. <laughs> quite important. Well, say afterwards. Um, in our house, since December the 5th, I think, there has been a Christmas tree up. And I refused, said that I would not take my Christmas tree down until I could hug a baby. And my Christmas tree is coming down on Monday. Wait, whose baby are you hugging on Monday? Whose baby are you hugging on Monday? I'm not naming names, but I'm just saying. Is it the person who's coming to see me? I'm not With naming names. Well, just can you just saying. say yes or no? Because I need to know if I'm going to be in. No. Tell me the thing. Okay, great. Cool. Um, anyway, uh, so my tree comes down on Monday because Boris says I can hug. Um, and uh, so carry I don't on, Olivia. Understand. Sorry, go on, Olivia. I'm not going to go um, on, but continue. I love, I love that my boyfriend met my parents. That was quite important. He did? <laughs> what? No. Why didn't you tell me? I thought you knew that. What? So what part of you thought I knew, Olivia? I'm not telepathic. I mean, I don't love because he didn't. Is this because I didn't put you into my music feedback group? Because that is... Yeah, that's really exactly what it is. It's revenge. I put you in. There's a really messed up way of getting back at me. It has um, and I'll throw away. Wait, are we just brushing past this? <laughs> I don't know. Because I'd like to throw away your lack of communication. <laughs> so. Um, yes, he might mind that. I hope that you stub your toe because I feel annoyed. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I'll throw away. Um, I'll throw away. Um, I don't really have anything to throw away. Maybe throw away your bad attitude. 
<laughs> you can throw away boots, shop assistants. No, I sort of already threw them away. I just have to go and get something. Fair I'll enough. throw away um, people not indicating when they're pulling over. I'll find that deeply oh, oh, Olivia, sorry, you didn't know this. You don't have to indicate in Brighton. Oh, because I, I just, today it was like eight times and I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. This thing that people in Brighton do where they just slow down to a stop yeah. and then you beep them and then they pull over yeah. and you're like, yeah. well, you could have told me. Yes, yes. Um, and I, I am going to name and shame here, okay? But my friend Melanie, okay, who is a unique woman and lives by her own set of rules yes. in lots of ways, said to me once, she doesn't indicate... Because what if she changes her mind? <laughs> that is. I tried to point out to her. Look into reality. <laughs> I tried to point out to her that this is not like the standard no. driving. You know, that's not on no. the highway code. No. And no. if she told me that she was once approaching a corner and she didn't indicate and then she turned down it and the man started swearing and signaling at her. And I was like, that's because he was annoyed because you didn't tell him that you it's were going to... It's just gonna... so frustrating. Just said, well, let I didn't me want to. I suppose I've changed my mind. Just, it just informed me of, like, what you're doing. I also would like to throw away cyclists who forget that they're on a bicycle and not in a car and feel that they must have the whole road to cycle <laughs> on. Um, if you are in gear eight and your feet are just pedaling like insanely fast, but you're going nowhere. Move to the side. Not that, that would be gear one. Okay, one. If you're in gear one and you're cycling really fast, but moving very slow, I'm going to need you to get out of my way because today I, Brian is full of cyclists anyway, but today as I drove past this person, I looked at him like, sir. And he gave, gave him the look. Yeah, I gave him the look. And he gave me yeah, the finger yeah. as if I was wrong. And I was like, oh, you're on a bicycle. <laughs> and he just was really like, oh, I can't believe you made me move. And I was like, this is not appropriate behavior. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're just in the wrong gear. Like change gear. <laughs> yeah. I think the driving glare is something that should be taught on driving lessons. I think driving no. glare also knowing that if you do something wrong and you're in the wrong, and someone gives you the driving glare, we should also teach don't look at them and don't acknowledge the driving glare. It's very oh, important no. that Never. you look straight ahead and pretend you yeah. did not. Yeah. drive away very fast. <laughs> yes. No, you have to keep... That is, you have to keep that is driving 101. You yes. have to keep the speed limit so that they absolutely know that nothing is wrong. And as far as <laughs> oh, yes, so yeah. You were normal. I did. I'm a perfect driver. Yeah. I did I not cut you off just then. Like, I don't um, even know what happened. No, I like when they really are looking at you and you can, you know they're looking, but you're like, yeah. I will look at this road ahead of me <laughs> the rest of time and I will not acknowledge you because I did nothing. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Well, yeah. that brings us to an end. Goodbye. Thank you for um, sticking around. Bye. Uh, okay, Olivia. <laughs> Can I say that when Olivia is um, tired, um, she very slowly goes like ages down, like very very slowly. So at the moment, I would say she's solidly 10, you know, (laughs) solid 10. 
Hoodie I would agree. playing with her drawstrings, rocking yes. in a circle, yes. <laughs> saying bye, you know. Yes, yes. solid 10, yeah. solid 10 years old. Yeah. Um, yeah, quite, quite fast approaching eight, though, to be mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. There she goes. There's, there's the eight year old. There it is. You can't see it, but she's just rocking from side to side. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, okay. Thank you for listening. Um, um, this has been. Shh, I'm talking. Too long. There's only three H's. I don't care. Shh, I'm talking. Um, I am Carolyn still. I started off as Carolyn and I've ended as Carolyn, which is a great triumph for this podcast. I'm Isabel, but I'm, you know, debating a life change, so maybe. Fair enough, fair enough. At that point. I'm Olivia. Olivia. Wait, were we saying names? Yeah. yeah. Oh, hi, I'm Olivia. I mean, bye. Whatever, I don't know. Olivia's turned into a <laughs> six-year-old. Okay. Yep, six. We're gonna, okay. We're going to head. Before she needs a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> um, but don't worry, I'm sure that her boyfriend is at the house and he'll be able to... Um, Oh my life, let this go. Jeez. See you all later. Bye. When I'm less bitter. (laughs) Don't forget to email us at I'm talking at gmail.com. You don't have to say it. I put it in the in the bio, but that's okay. Cool. Okay. Bye. 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 Hey there. Did you know it's illegal to own only one guinea pig in Switzerland?